This is a HeadGum Podcast. Statistically, are more people born in the summer? Uh, I think they are, because you know, everybody's getting down to business when it's cold and you have to stay inside. <laughs> what do you mean getting down to... Oh, that makes what? sense. <laughs> what? Nine months. Yes. Look, Matt's not my favorite. <laughs> this is Coffee with Rachel. I'm Rachel. I'm Chris. And I want to talk about something real fast. Okay. So we just had to wait several hours. I'm talking two to three, okay? Yes. Four. Before you got several, you say that as three? Is that what you would say? Yeah, like about is? three, yeah. When I want to extend the three, yes. Yes. Or four even. I can go up Possibly, to four. Yeah. Many is like five and up. I say couple if I mean two. Yeah. A couple of hours. I'm not throwing around couple for not <laughs> meaning two, okay? But yes, yeah, several is like about three. Yes. Maybe four. Maybe. Well, we waited that long for what? To fucking record this shit because there was another kid's birthday happening. Oh, it's like, it's fine. I get oh, it. Oh, that's birthdays. Oh, that's where the question was. Versus the I, I just feel like there's more birthday parties in the summertime than there are at any other time. But maybe it's just because the weather's nice. There's also a lot in like, I feel like there's a lot in November because Valentine's Day, February, nine months after that is November. Oh my God. Anyone who was conceived on Valentine's Day, like that's so trash. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Not to drag any of you. Um, <laughs> I guess I can't. I, I wasn't, right? Because... You know, you were born in March and you have a... Well, I wasn't <laughs> born in March. Or I mean February. <laughs> Jesus, Chris, think about yourself. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about myself. But wait, let's figure out when we were conceived, though. Like, I was born, like, roughly, obviously, you know. I don't know if I was late or anything. So you were May. Okay. And I was... So, June. like, Labor Day, right? No? One M of the days. Memorial Day. Ooh, I was a Memorial Day... I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I was June... Oh, who fucks in June? <laughs> I guess people. You know, do. it's getting warm. Like, who wants to fucking do this to then? You know, it's too hot to fuck. <laughs> Speaking of hot, we're about to go into a heat wave here in Seattle. Heat wave with quotes because it's well, like ninety. For Seattle, because no, it's gonna be like ninety six, and whoa, we're like gonna break high temperature records all weekend long. Yeah, but the highest it's ever been is like a hundred and fucking three or something. Yeah, well, it's still gonna be fucking high. Look, I'm not looking forward to it though. 96 with no air conditioning suck my ass. Yeah, exactly. That's the one thing. zip cars just so we can have air conditioning. <laughs> Nothing makes me happier than even the businesses don't have air conditioning all the time or like air conditioning that you can feel. Yeah, like there's a lot. H&M, what's going on in there? No, it, it's Forever 21. That's yes. real bad. Honestly, I'm done going in there because I always come out with my makeup melting even if I have set it to the gods, as they say. Oh my God. <laughs> it's three floors of steaminess. <laughs> I hate it in there. Honestly, I really... And they're large. It's not a large. It's like a medium at best. <laughs> Honestly, get your shit together. I love that that store has three floors and the third floor just completely changes aesthetics. Like, Every has a week, I don't know what to expect. No, I'm not but in I there mean weekly. like the floors and the walls and everything, they're completely different from Yo, every other floor. <laughs> do you remember in the Park City Mall, back in Lancaster, the Forever 21, and there's that one room where they have all of the boho stuff mm. and the cultural appropriation, and the, <laughs> the floor was like 
a cobblestone, like, bumpy, but, like, not real stone. Like Yeah, they definitely just, like, expanded. It's like when Luke buys the place next door to the diner and he oh expands. <laughs> Listen, it was just, it's like you had to hobble around in there, and I was always wearing a form of boot or yeah. wedge, and, man, I had some accidents. It was interesting. That Forever 21. So, coffee, what are we having? We've got a can of jitter. Yeah, this is from Ooh, Holly, and it was in the uh, P.O. box, but you can get the address on our website, coffeecreature.net. Yeah, this is Jittery Joe's, and for a while I had to do some detective research, a.k.a. look at the back, <laughs> because I was like, is this a Trader Joe's? Because you know how they're like... Uh, they like do weird you shit. Know, like, they do spins on Joe. Like, <laughs> like they Oreo. do Trader Giotto for like the... Italian stuff and Trader Jose, like they do that for Mexican flavored stuff. Okay, well, yeah. whatever. Either way, I was just confused, but no, this is a real brand, um, and this is the Freudian Drip. I love and that name. I love the can, and I plan on putting a plant in it. So thank you for providing me this beautiful can. It is just your classic silver can. Yeah, I might add a little bit of like matte paint to it. Oh, oh do a little dip dye. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I'm really feeling that DIY bug. Yeah, you are. But uh, what I liked about it is it says 100% Arabica, and we all know. It's not Robusta. Yeah, we've actually learned something on this show, guys. Arabica is the way to go. Sometimes a great cup of coffee is just a great cup of coffee. And you know what? That's that's fucking true. Words to live by, honestly. And it's tasty. I've been drinking this shit all day. <laughs> I really have. We had it this morning. That's yeah. what we do. Sometimes I don't realize that we're not trying it until like later, and then sometimes we just brew it for the whole day. Yeah. <laughs> so, just now. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I've got a coffee fact for you, and it relates to both coffee and cats. Oh, So, no. the perfect fact. Perfect. <laughs> okay, it says, all the hippest cats drink it. The record holder for the title of oldest cat ever, a cat named Cream Puff. Whoa. Lived to be 38 and three, day, three days old. <gasps> she drank coffee every morning of her life, plus bacon, eggs, and broccoli, too. Before it says, before you dismiss that this is an unrelated coincidence, consider that the cat cream puff beat out the record, the previous record, 38 or 34 year old grandpa Rex Allen, and he was had the same owner and had the same diet. Interesting. So I gotta talk to them. <laughs> yeah, you guys, what do you guys like? Do you like a medium roast? Do you like a nice. Robusta, Arabica. Yo, if they lasted feeling? 38 years, I'd be thrilled. That would be so fantastic. Don't even get me started. I will honestly start giving them at least the eggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever they need. Do you guys like broccoli? I bet they would. You know, Squeezy would. Squeezy likes anything, honestly. Squeezy literally would eat anything if you gave it to I him. I mean, he literally eats like lint off the floor. So, you he, know, he yeah. anything. He, uh, he's a mess. But Lila, Lila's a picky so eater, picky. but with weird taste. Like, well, any sort of bird that is cooked, she's down for. She's all about the bird. <laughs> and any sort of fish, she's down for. Hummus, no. Cream cheese, yes. Obsessed <laughs> with cream cheese. To the point where if you have a bagel sitting on the counter and you turn your back for two seconds, she's already lapping it up. Like, you yeah. have to fucking get... You have to watch her. <laughs> it's such she's a mess. such a little shit. You hear smacking behind you. You look yeah. around. It's just her licking it. She's afraid of yogurt, though. I mean, ever since the... <laughs> the butt incident. The butt incident, which... She was stained purple for, like, a couple days. 
Oh, good times. Good times with the Junko. But yeah, let's let's talk about the like, good stuff. So we did before we get into it, I do wanna just mention there's an email here from somebody who wanted us to give a little shout out because uh their girlfriend is a huge fan of the show and their three year anniversary is coming up on Aww. this Saturday. So uh Kelsey Mattingly. Yo uh, you're a dating a pretty cool dude. Uh, he asked us to give you a little shout out. So uh, we oh hope you guys God. have a great anniversary. That's fucking cute. Like <laughs> if you did that, like you, I don't know, got like Jeffrey Zakarian to like say happy anniversary and then he'd fuck me also. <laughs> like I think I'd want a little bit more than a shout out. But <laughs> oh my God, just on an episode of the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, shut the fuck he up. He could flash you his pocket square. <laughs> Yo, I, not to get out of this shout out, but seriously, shout out to you guys three years. That's yeah. a three. What's that anniversary? Laying. You know? <laughs> Is that like I, the ten anniversary? I don't know. <laughs> I don't follow that. I follow the twelve days of Christmas, and of course, like we just have to repeat it every twelve yeah. years. So, or we have to keep going and adding on things, <laughs> which maybe yeah. But Chris and I are on currently. We're gonna get it six Gisa Lane. Finally, yeah. finally, my favorite. Honestly, we could break up after that. <laughs> but you guys are on three. Three turtle doves. No. Two turtle doves. Three swans swimming. No, that's... No. No. On the first day of... Two. Oh, my God. I'm a Jew. I shouldn't even have to fucking know this. Two turtle doves. Three pipers piping. No, that one's late (laughs) in the game. Listen, you look it up. Anyway, I had a tangent that I was going to give on. Okay. (laughs) Do you remember what it was? (laughs) I certainly don't. Um, but yeah. Wow. Love. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, it's three French hens. Shit. Oh, the French hens. See, those are the sexy years. <laughs> Nothing is sexier than a French hen. So oh uh, live God. it up, guys. Yeah. So there's been uh, interesting things that have been happening. Yeah, plenty, uh, to um, say the least. I gotta say... Every, like, couple of hours, I ask Chris, so what did Ryan Lochte do? And every time I tell you, and then every time you're I don't like, absorb I it. I still don't know. He said, yeah, okay? Yeah. He said, yeah. <laughs> I'm still getting used to the hair change. He is, he's very pretty. That was, like, that came about at the origin of, like, memosity. That was four years ago. With what do you Jet. mean the origin well, of no, memosity? Like, well, we were just, I feel like we were just leaving Rage Comics at that point. Really? Oh, this was just Vuvuzela era. Yeah. I feel. Kind of. I Maybe. guess. I don't know. Our timeline's really fucked. <laughs> I don't know. I, I tell time by, like, what song was on the radio the most that year. <laughs> so, like, was that, I throw my hands up in the air? Because I feel like it was that kind of <laughs> vibe. Fuck. That song has to hold such special meaning to me now, and it really honestly fucks me up, because it's like when I met Chris, and it's like, yeah. that's the song. That, that was I, freshman year. That and, um, fuck you, do-do-do. Yep. That was also very popular at the time. Anyway. So, the old lock do. What the hell did he do? So, it was reported, like, during the Olympics that, like, he and some other swimmers, I don't know who they are, they said that they got robbed at gunpoint. And Ryan Lochte said that, like, the reports were that he, like, stood up to the gunmen and, like... Whoa. Like, tried to, like, scare them away or something like that. I don't fucking know. What did he do? Swim at them? Like, like, what the fuck? But I think they ended up losing, like, wallets and watches and stuff like that. But they got to keep, like, their personal 
identifying information, like IDs and stuff like that. Oh, uh, okay. So, so like a clean pickpocketing. Yeah, just the money. You yeah, know? just a smooth transaction. <laughs> so, Venmo me. <laughs> oh, and it was supposed to be that the robbers were dressed up as Brazilian police. Oh, it's elaborate. So that was the story. And, and then, he was a hero. And he was a hero. And then the Brazilian police, as they were about to leave, they seized all of their passports and are holding them basically in Brazil because the Brazilian police was claiming that they not only lied about that entire incident, but they also have like video footage of them like trashing a bathroom at like a public place. Why? Just, like I don't know if just it was like, at like a gas station or like a business or something like that. Oh, didn't he lose? He lost, and so so he like, trashed a bathroom. Now everybody is saying that like he's the ultimate example of white privilege because he you know did all this shit and is like gonna get away with it, trying to just blame people of color for. Like, I'm seeing a lot him. of sympathy for him, honestly. Really? Yeah, at least on my Twitter feed, I'm seeing a lot of sympathy, but I wasn't really following it, so I was like, I don't have I an looked opinion. in the hashtag, and like, this is like kind of what I was seeing as like the top posts. Maybe I just like follow that. a lot of sympathetic people, Chris. I don't know. <laughs> but so, like, that's the thing. I watched the video footage. It does show like them coming out of a bathroom, something like that. I didn't watch the whole thing, and it, what looked to be like, it's hard to see because there's like a lot of things obscuring your view because it's like a shitty security camera yeah but like them like holding up their hands and like sitting on a curb oh okay. as if like they might be at gunpoint or something like that but i'm not sure exactly what happened so interesting i mean you don't see michael phelps doing that like everyone ripped him a new asshole when there was that photo of him with the bong yeah. remember that yeah and like they totally villainized him and i even remember like <laughs> i don't know how old were we when that I happened mean, that was Oh, yeah, that was four years ago, so it was 2012. Yeah, and I even I remember being like, hmm, that's interesting, which is honestly hilarious. <laughs> but, like, now it's like, okay, he's still doing great. He now actually retired the second time, and he said it's for real this yeah, time. Yeah, you know, I totally forgot that he had retired and that I was just like, oh, yeah, he's swimming again. <laughs> there he is. I love that photo of him. From the Olympics, do you see this like really super pissed? Oh, face? the frowny face. What was that it, like towards? He was just like I don't know if he was just like preparing for an event, or getting like, like focused. He was just, like, yeah, and he just looks like everybody's calling him like a Sith Lord. And Honestly, stuff like that's that. me when I'm shitting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so concentrated. Oh my god. <laughs> But honestly, I feel like the girls are the star of the show and all the dudes are just like fucking up left and right. And like, mm -hmm. I just want to pay attention to what the women are doing because they're just all killing it. So let's talk about this Amy Schumer situation. Yes, please enlighten me. So a lot's been going on with her this week. And I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest fan. I've been really turned off since her comments about being named like a plus size role model. Remember that in Glamour? Yeah, she was like, she claims that like she is in her jokes. And then when it comes to glamour, putting her in that category, she's like, I'm not plus size. Yeah, she was like, I'm a size six. Like, that's insulting to the actual women that are, you know, bigger than me. It's like... Just using it to your advantage. Yeah, but in her comedy, it's like, oh, like, I'm fat, but, like, I can still have sex. It's like, oh, my God. I, it's just very frustrating, okay? I'm sure, yeah. you know, as someone who's, like, size fucking 14, like, it's just not what I like to hear. And so that's when I kind of already fell off, like, her bandwagon. Yeah. And, I don't know, she's, like, I don't like a lot of her jokes. I'm not going to lie. 
And there's been other things that have happened, but the recent thing is like, so she's got like a book coming out and it was, it was yesterday, I believe. Okay. And she's got this book coming out and like the day that the book's launching, she starts blocking all kinds of people on Twitter because this dude, Kurt Metzger, who is another comedian and he also is a former writer on like Inside Amy Schumer. Okay. I think he honestly wrote like all the episodes I think I saw. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he went on like this bullshit Facebook rant about another male comedian who is currently in the middle of allegations that he sexually assaulted a woman. Yeah. So basically, the Kurt Metzger guy. He, it's hard to keep all these names straight. I'm sorry. Uh, the Kurt Metzger guy, he wrote on like Facebook, basically. Facebook, oh yes. <laughs> they're doing the investigation internally throughout this theatrical group in New York. Mm-hmm. And they didn't go through the cops to do this. Okay. And he's mad. He's basically saying that like the allegations against him, up against this guy, um, don't mean anything unless the girl went to the cops. What? Which is fucked up because we all know how, one, people are usually too scared to go to the cops. That's like the number one thing. It's like the fear. Also, the incredibly expensive and invasive fucking exam that you have to go through to get the kit done. Also, the fact that like even when women do step out and say something that people still don't fucking take it seriously. Yeah, and they have to go through all of that Trump. Like, you have to do that like the same day. It's... Yeah, so he went on this, like, disgusting rant on Facebook. I'm not going to read it because, honestly, you don't need to hear it. Um, But it's just gross basically being like, I don't care if that guy did it or not. Like, that doesn't matter. Like, basically stop sending people on these witch hunts if they're not even going to go to the cops. You know what I mean? What the fuck? Like, I'm sorry that, you know, the internet has allowed us to be educated on the people that we choose to support monetarily. And, you know, we can be picky about this because there's lots of good comedians out there. We can pick. Yeah. Not one that's a shitty person who supports rape. I would prefer that. Yeah. Basically, the the guy that's has the allegation against him, his name's Aaron Glazer, I believe. He was banned from this theater. So that's why this like investigation thing is going on. Uh, okay. And so he's basically like, yo, like they never went to the cops, like he shouldn't be banned. Like mm-hmm. So whatever. So everyone now you're like, what the fuck does this really have to do with Amy Schumer? So everyone was tweeting her basically waiting for her to like make a statement about this. Because he's an integral part of the show and everything. Like yeah. That. Basically, they needed her to be like, OK, I'm not for rape. Yeah. Like <laughs> they needed a statement like that on the day of her fucking launch. And so she was blocking everyone that what? was saying that about her or like not even tweeting at her, but like just about it. Who th- who would think that's a good idea that under any great. circumstances? <laughs> you, know? you know, any sort of controversy. Let's just block everybody talking about that. I'll get them to shut up. So it was like hours later, she finally tweeted and she was like, I'm saddened and disappointed in Kurt Metzger. He is my friend and a great writer and I couldn't be more against his recent actions. But then she was like, he does not work for me. He is not a writer on my show. Please stop asking me about it. His words aren't mine. But it's like she only says that because they're not currently working on Inside Amy Schumer. And I think that's just like fucked up because like he is maybe it's past tense, but he was the writer. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. And so she's basically just like been blocking everybody. But then she's been talking in like other interviews and she's already saying like some stupid shit. And I don't know, like I just don't like her reluctance to, to commit to things like that. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't agree with a lot of her <laughs> opinions and that's fine. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I just wanted to talk about it because it was definitely being talked about. A lot of celebrities fucking up this week. Kim Kardashian saying she's not a feminist and then writing a whole essay about why and it's like stupid. There's radical feminists and they want to destroy men or raise or something like that. No, it's basically like, I don't like labels. Oh my God. It's like, why? Fucking, do you know how important it is for a successful, strong person like her to say like, I'm a feminist? Yeah. Especially when she does things that... I would say are very liberating to women, mm-hmm. but yeah, she doesn't want to be known as a fem. And she made like, I remember the quote and it was like, you know, like we have feminist and bisexual and gay. And I'm like, Oh my God. It's like, like I get it. Like some people have this problem with labels and I get it that too many labels can be, you know, a yeah, lot I get it. <laughs> or it can be, you know, what's the word? Like excluding, I guess. And, but like this one, I don't think applies to that mentality. It's such a big I don't think cause, like you know. I get that you can be like for equality without labeling yourself as a feminist, but I just don't understand why you would. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's the word itself is so important to the fight. Yes. I feel, but whatever. Yeah. I don't discredit her. I mean, I still like think she's a good businesswoman entrepreneur but very smart businesswoman i don't know i don't agree with her on that yeah. you know mm-hmm. situation but i just thought about that yeah celebrities doing things doing I, things i i know i know i know <laughs> so something else unrelated that was announced this week is that uh, rachel picked a good time to try and join the harry potter world because we're getting three more short stories oh yeah the pdfs yeah or the ebooks yeah so you know, I kind of wish that these would be released like how uh, Fantastic Beasts were to find them. And uh, was that a physical book? Yeah, it was a very small, thin book. But do you was, have that? It's at my uh, mm-hmm. my mom's house. And oh, there's another one. I I'm bad. I can't forget. I forget the name. I think it's about Quidditch. Okay. Yeah, uh, I know. It's like the history of Quidditch or something. Yeah. And so there was those two little books. I wish these. I'm sure they will come out sometime in print. Uh, but there's... Or someone will make it on Etsy and charge you a lot for it, yeah. but it'll be a really nice present. Present. <laughs> there's a... <laughs> Windu. Hogwarts, an incomplete and unreliable guide. Uh, short stories from Hogwarts of power politics and pesky poltergeists. And short stories from Hogwarts of heroism, hardship, and dangerous hobbies. Oh. There's a lot of alliteration going on here. Yeah, I read the summaries of these and they seemed interesting. The ones just like all about like all the secret entrances in Hogwarts and all of the cool like basically inside the whole school yeah, like and showing you, will you a find tour. find out all of the nooks and crannies and the cool little things that the castle has to offer. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I guess let me give you a little Harry Potter update. I really don't like what's his name. Oh man. I know Filch yeah, fuck him. Yeah, I mean, I can't say too many people are a big fan. Filter. Yeah, although he does have plot development and, you know... Character growth. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm very not far that in. Yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> what we decided we're going to do is once you've finished a book... I'm going to watch uh, the movie. Yeah, and then I'm going to read the book afterwards again, too, just because I want He to. wants a refresh. Yeah. I gotta get to uh, Prisoner of Azkaban so I can see this time turner shit. And see yeah, I know. Chris is like, just wants to know the tea on <laughs> Cursed Child. I've been seeing a lot of people going and I'm like, God damn, I would love to go. If it ever comes to the US, we will. We will definitely see that. Okay. Yeah. 
Bon Iver's coming out with new music, too. That's just oh my totally God, I know. made me think of that. And then I thought, like, oh, man, if he tours, I don't know if he will, because Bon Iver's uh, Duh, weird. he will. He if he will. comes, is he going to be like Ray LaMontagne and just go do some Randall, 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 random fucking town in Washington instead of going to, like, Bellevue or Seattle or something like that? I don't that? know. I mean, he did play Center City, Philly, so, I mean, Yeah, I mean, I don't he think. was a uh, winner of a Best New Artist Grammy, even though he's been around for years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I remember being Bonnie a snob Bear. about that. <laughs> I just, I vividly remember that was like the height of me being a music snob. And then like the year after that, I was like, you know, I sound dumb, <laughs> you know, God. but yeah, he's coming out with a new album, the 30th. He actually already has like a couple songs that are available to listen online. I just haven't listened yet. Cause I just uh, okay. keep forgetting. I've been so bad with music I now. I kind of want to like wait until the whole thing is available. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. It's been a while since the last... It was like five years ago. I'd really like to, if he does tour and is not nearby, I'd like Duh. to see it because that's the one and only concert I went to and it was a good one. <laughs> it could be your second as well. Yeah. <laughs> we just don't spend our money on concerts that often. It has to be like someone I like really... It, it can't be someone I'm like new to liking or something because I want like... I can't. I can't afford that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what we I mean? wanted to see Ray, but he was a little bit too far away. Ugh. The tickets sold out, and like his but new you know album what? is not. Yeah, I know. I don't. Fave. I don't like his new album that much, and I hate it that I have yeah. to feel that way. It got more of a rock feel. Every to time it. they do that, because like I'm fucking Mumford and Sons. I'm they into to do that. the mellow. I'm into it, and like there's other albums that I expect. Like if the Killers went soft, I'd be confused. Okay, like, you yeah. know what I mean? And so that's why you're really excited for Jason Mraz's new stuff, because it sounds like his really old original stuff. It better be. Because he's, he's... That one song that you... He's taking me on a ride, <laughs> and I've... I just need to go back. That man, he's a lyrical genius, I'll say, because you sh- showed me that one song that he played at... What was the music festival? I think it was like Bonnaroo. And like... It's a new song, but it's just like it's a literally collection just of all the titles of, of his, his old songs. Yeah, and it's like, how does he do that? I don't know. He's nuts. He probably doesn't sleep. <laughs> him, like, Sean, Sean Murray. Murray. <laughs> Speaking of Sean Murray, fuck him. Next topic. <laughs> like, honestly, we went back and we watched No Man's Sky videos from like IGN when they did gameplay shit, and like, it's a totally different game. Honestly. They released oh, a patch today, and we're downloading it right now. We'll play that. Oh, my, oh my God. God. It's the dog. <gasps> the elusive screaming dead dog. Doesn't it sound like an alien from from signs is taking him? Please work more. He definitely got... You definitely heard that. You can amplify it. Yeah. You know what oh I mean? We'll God. amplify it. We need you to hear that. Because honestly, we'll be sitting here so focused. We'll be silent. And yeah. then we'll hear that and we jump. And then we immediately start being like, oh, it's that schnauz. We smile because we just know he's a fucking favorite now. <laughs> he's a fan favorite. <laughs> honestly, though, I was telling Chris, not that many dogs turn my head. You know, like it's you got to have a certain dog that really gets mm-hmm. my attention. And <laughs> there's many dogs that I've seen out on this uh, terrorist situation. But yeah. that one, he's he's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> you wouldn't believe that that noise comes out of a tiny chihuahua. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. He's got a set of lungs on him. Yo, chihuahuas honestly don't play. They don't. What? <laughs> they are so loud and like vish. Remember yeah. Snowball? Oh my God, Snowball. 
if you, you probably wouldn't know this, but there was this dog that lived in the house next to us our senior year of college, and we would just be up all night to the owner just calling, Snubba, Snubba. You might have said this at a word vomit or something like that. It probably exists. I feel like I've told the story before, but. Yeah, definitely. It's an important one for me to tell this moment. (laughs) They got like seven dogs that year, and I was like, how do you have time to take care of them and study for finals? I need to know. I know. But honestly, the moral of the story is every cat I see turns my head. Mm -hmm. And that's when you know. I saw a question in an email that relates to cats. And so I'm just going to say it right now. Uh, Somebody asked, how did we know when we saw Squeezy and then Lila that we knew that they were the ones that we wanted to have? Okay, I'm not going to lie. Squeezy we chose because he was the youngest. He was a youngin'. He was gray. He was gray. And he was nice to us when we were in the room yeah. to play with him. And their description was totally fucking off of if him. If you don't know the story of Squeezy, if you've never seen that video. Oh my God, that's a beautiful Valentine's it's, Day video. I literally, I feel like it's like a documentary. <laughs> I feel, you guys get a scoop. But anyway, if you don't know, Squeezy was vicious mm-hmm. at one point. And we show up to the Seattle, not Seattle, wow, the Lancaster Humane Society. And we're like, we want to see Lucky Bug because <laughs> that's his name on the internet. And on the website, it said that he was cuddly and loves attention and was like a lap cat. Okay, literally, when has Squeezy ever been in my lap? To this day, he has never been in my lap besides against his will. Yes. And <laughs> so we roll up, we're like, yo. Let's see that lucky bug. And she's like, um, do you guys have kids? And we're like, no. And she's like, are you guys going to have kids? And we're like, fuck no. And she's like, okay, good, because this is a wild one. Like, Oh, my God. Good luck. She basically did not endorse, yet she probably wanted to get rid of him. And, man, he was charming as fuck in that room. <laughs> you could say they, they upsold him, you know? They... <laughs> <laughs> We've tendered his heart now. Thank you, Lila. Oh, my God. Bree was over the other day. She hadn't been over in a while, and she was like, oh, my God, Squeezy's, like, so much nicer. I'm like, I know. It's Lila has worked wonders on him. Yeah. And in exchange, Lila has gotten pretty clumsy. Yeah, so that's <laughs> how we got Squeezy. And then Lila, it was another situation where we saw her online, and we already, she like... just, like, her stature in her picture was just so cute. And I know. like, she looks so proud. And she has a nice pink little snoot, and she looks so cute. She's adorable. So we were <laughs> like, yes. And then we showed up to the lady's house, and there she was. Yeah. And she was afraid of me because I was wearing a big hat. And, you know... It was all, you know... A story for I remember me. that was a stressful day because we were we thought we were gonna be able to take her home. Yeah. That day, and I remember being like, "Is it weird that we're bringing a cat carrier? Like, does that look pushy? Like, well, but I just knew like I was gonna walk in there, and I knew I was gonna fall in love, and I did. She was afraid of me, and I knew I loved her. <laughs> and we walk in, they were like, "Yeah, no, you can't take her home today." And we were like. Uh, I was so upset. She was just a little white cotton ball with no markings on her. She had no stripes yet except for her tail. Yeah. And everyone online was like, holy shit. (laughs) And we were exactly the same way. I know. I feel like I can't really remember the days where we only had Squeezy. I mean, we've always had like another cat also running around too. Yeah. It was only for like a few months that we just had Squeezy by himself, technically. Yeah, honestly. It was like a semester. February. Of that year, and then after, and then we that, went to your house, <laughs> yeah, with him and mm-hmm. like seven cats, and yeah. then 
we lived with Paris. Yep. Yeah. So Squeezy's always had another feline friend around. But he never found the one that he oh. could get along with. I I'm sorry. I just looked over at them and Lila did the thing where like she just randomly raises her foot while she's sleeping and stretches her toes. <laughs> anyway. Gets me every time, Lila. <laughs> Enough of that. Oh, I know we talk about cats too much. We honestly should have been like a cat fucking podcast. But... Cat Food Network, you know. <laughs> cat Food Network. <laughs> Ooh, maybe they need like a cat's um, cuisine chef on there. Oh my god. You know, apparently cats can live fucking 38 years if you feed them like omelets and shit so picture let's me, do it <laughs> picture me whipping up a bacon egg omelet for Squeezy and Lila every day with oh a cup of coffee <laughs> and I garnish it with like a smile made with cream cheese and you know Lila and a salt and vinegar chip for Squeezy <laughs> Like, just picture me, oh, like, you know how God. the stereotype is, like, the women, like, make their fucking meal for the husband when he comes home from work? Yeah. Fuck that. It's literally, <laughs> like, I'm just cooking for the two of them all day. All right, so should we uh, go to questions? Yeah, sure, Binge. So we're just going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with questions. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Audible is a leading provider of premium digital spoken information and entertainment on the internet. Audible has so many audiobooks available to listen to. They have over 180,000 books on there that you can listen to. And there's also just spoken word products. It's a really awesome service. I have been listening to Cormac McCarthy's The Road recently. It's a book that uh, I never finished when I had it a couple of years ago, and I honestly got interested in it because they had made a movie about it, but basically I wanted to get back into it and I figured, hey, I will, I'll listen to this because when I don't have podcasts to listen to, I like to use audiobooks for my commutes to work or even when I'm at work just to have something playing while I'm going through my day. And so uh, I've started listening to The Road. It's a story about a father and his son in a post-apocalyptic world and it's just the two of them trying to survive, find food, fend off people that are trying to attack them and just deal with life where there's nothing around and they're just trying to find civilization. And it's very interesting to hear it in a spoken format instead of reading it. Uh, In a way, it kind of immerses you a little bit more in just this world. And the world that's described by Cormac McCarthy is just a really interesting one. So I recommend you trying out Audible. And if you do, I would recommend The Road. It's a really good book. And so for you guys, we have a special offer. Audible is offering our listeners a free 30-day trial membership. If you just go to audible.com slash CWC, you can browse The Road. We've talked about Harry Potter before. There's a lot of different offerings. Like I said, they have over 180,000 different audio programs on there. And so you can just download a title for free and start listening. Again, that's just audible.com slash CWC to get started today. So loaded up Patreon, patreon.com slash For all your Patreon needs. <laughs> Uh, and the first question is from Allison, and she's asked, if you guys in the chunks were fruits, what do you think it would be? I see Squeezy as a Granny Smith apple, tart, but a real treat paired with some finely aged cheddar, but I want to see what you guys say. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> That's honestly a perfect description. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't fuck around. Like, he wouldn't be anything, like, super out of the box. Yeah. You know? Lila would be, like... She's like a cotton candy grape. Yes. Yeah. That is so <laughs> I'm a lemon. Yeah, you are. <laughs> In a <lemon>. so many <laughs> aspects. <laughs> oh fuck. Wow, too deep. Too deep. Chris is like honestly Am a Am I sh- a honeydew? I was just gonna say- <laughs> 
Oh my god, mild, but still delicious. Okay, really but I pick it. you out of fruit salad. Oh. <laughs> Fuck. I don't pick you out as a person, though. I mean, I pick you out and savor you. Oh, Just shit. kidding. Honestly, I don't really like honeydew. I'm more like a honey don't. Anyway, fruit politics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then this other question is also from another Allison. Whoa. Uh, who said, hi, so I moved into college. I'm moving into college in a week, and I'm super excited. My roommate is one of my closest friends, and she has panic and anxiety disorders. As someone who has never, thankfully, had to live with this, I often struggle with how to support her. So do you guys have any kind of basic ground rules for living with someone with anxiety? And I guess any advice for living with a close friend? Love you guys. Oh, well, we've done that. All of them. (laughs) All of the topics here. Yes. I would say my number one thing is, so say she's having an anxiety attack about something that doesn't seem like a big deal to you. Do not emote that. Yes. (laughs) Let her do her thing because whether you would react the same way it doesn't really matter and it's like the worst thing to hear because you can't control it yes so just try really hard to like not get annoyed i guess because i'm sure i do that to you you know what i mean like i'm probably annoying when it's something that's like oh man i would not have this freak out over you know what i mean Yes, it's something that's weird to get by and realize that it's just not you know, you're not wanting to be reacting in that way and you can't control it. Yeah. And to just like be literally just listening and letting them like, because I think venting is something that needs to happen because then you can get all your thoughts and your ideas out there. And then that way they're not like just trapped running around your mind, making you freak. You know, I like sometimes just talk it out to Chris, like what's bothering me. I will feel better. Like almost immediately if I can, get it to that point if I'm not like you know hyperventilating or something like bad you know yeah and then also I guess just like asking for like anything that you can do yeah to like not do something that's related to like the apartment or whatever to like make sure you don't induce an anxiety attack or something yeah like what what things would trigger it and how you can avoid doing that because I'm sure you wouldn't want to be doing that you know yes but as far as living with a friend I mean, you just gotta, I would say on both parts, as long as you guys are punctual on your fucking bills and you generally both are keeping it clean, you know, to each other's standards and are not like, I don't know. I Being just, communicative too yeah. is something. It's just like, you know, having like a relationship, having a friendship still needs to have good communication. So that way, like if something's bothering you. You know, you're not just like bottling it up and and then exploding and yelling yeah. about the laundry. <laughs> That's happened. Yes, because we let happen. things like don't do what we did. We literally just like wouldn't complain until they complained about us, and then we were like, "Yo, receipts!" And then. <laughs> Because that's literally what you did. Oh, fuck. But actually, if you're going to yell me about this, I'm going to yell you about something. Yeah, it was a mess. Don't do that. Basically, just like if something's bothering you, tell them right away. But just be like, hey, don't, I don't know, if it, even if it's pissing you off, like try to go about it like the calmest way you can because it yeah. is always a weird subject when you're living with them. But as long as you're both like paying your bills on time and shit and like i know that like things happen obviously but like for the most part like that is honestly the most the source of most issues like i feel like chores bills kind of thing yeah chores too like if you're gonna use a ton of dishes like make sure you clean up after yourself like i feel like that's a no-brainer don't hog the fucking common rooms like all the time 
you know, I let you guys are like the bestest of friends and you're hanging out all the time together in the common room. Like that's, I know, great. but like, like that's, that's together. I mean, yeah. like, you know, in general, I don't know. Like when if I had roommates, a, if you're going to have co- a party, you know, ask. Yeah. Good call. <laughs> good call. I, I don't know. I was the type of roommate that like, if I was going to have someone coming over, like I text the people like, Hey, I'm bringing over just so that they're prepared. Like if they're not dressed or yeah. they don't want to see company, like there's how many times do you think I want to fucking see company? Like never. So <laughs> like, I'm not, I don't look good. I have pimple cream on. Like, just let me watch Gilmore girls. You know, <laughs> so I would like to be prepared so I can know to have my door shut so that I, you know, I'm not flopping my tits out for everybody. Yeah, you know? exactly. That was that my because the fridge was upstairs. And so it was like, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> if they were having a party, I'd be like, all right, so what kind of mints do we have? <laughs> <laughs> well, we had a back door that was we I could like go out. And, like, oh, yeah. Oh, um, man. Honestly, talk about introvert. We lived we had a backyard and you would literally go out for pizza and come back back in. No one's. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, house of pizza, good times, good times. Ooh, I—that's oh man. That was the best that we had, and it I was miss those fries. Good. You know, Seattle has a lot of fucking soggy fries. Can I just segue? The fries here are not crisp. What is with that? Why do they use so much oil that they're like laying Dick's flat? Fries, not good. Soggy. Uh, what is the other little place? Woody's fries? Little Woody's soggy. They're little so Woody's greasy. Little Woody's fries, like I eat one and my stomach explodes with acid. Like I want it to be crisp with a nice crunch, and it's good. So far, <laughs> not super oily. You know, the only place that we have discovered is Honey, Honey Hole. Hole. Oh, yeah. their fries are so perfect. Although there. Skillet does have some good fries too, I don't remember. But we they're a had little expensive. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna go. I asked for some questions on my Instagram. If you want to load up Twitter, I will, bitch. We have favorite part about the East Coast. I'm a fellow Bucks County resident, Rachel. Whoa! Where you talk about all your memories from there. Oh my god! Well, the best place to eat in Bucks County is Carlucci's. Wawa. Okay, <laughs> that's not just Bucks. Carlucci's for Italian food, Caesars for Italian food. Are these technically Bucks? I hope so. Either way, they're close by. If my parents drove to them, they were close by. You know what I mean? Hong Kong Pearl for your Chinese food, bitch. Go there. You will not be upset. Please savor it for me. (laughs) The favorite part about the East Coast. Ooh, I would have to say. I'm going to say Wawa because like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, I miss that. When I think about things that I miss from the East Coast, it is Wawa, and that might be sad. I know, but it's not wrong. <laughs> it's true. I have not had a good hoagie sandwich since I have left. Yeah, it's, oh, fuck the hoagies here. They're not even hoagies. Also soft pretzels. Also bagels. Also, also pizza. So those things, the Italian food in general, the East Coast does Italian right, okay? Yeah. And it's everywhere. It's like you can't escape pizza shops and Italian food takeout places, but here it's like you can't escape pho. And I love pho, but I need something else sometimes. (laughs) I miss the pizza shops that also had really good just like Italian food dishes. Oh, meatball parms and stuff. Yeah, and even just like pastas and stuff like that all the pizza places here just do pizza and it's like and it's like wood fired and you know it's it's average at best yeah also a big grease problem happening in the crust factory here i don't know what's going on (laughs) i just think like seattle is oily for some reason and my hair's even oily fish (laughs) 
Maybe it is. It's the fish. It's the fish. Okay. They're closing down arenas in my city. The East Coast is losing landmarks. Wow. That's Tragedy. Upsetting. Wow. You should go get a gelato before you cano, you know? We learn that there's Rita's in Florida and then they're closing them elsewhere. Florida's taking everything. Wait, what? Wawa? They're closing them in like PA and they're only going to do in Florida? No, I don't know. I'm just oh. saying like somebody is... Yeah, Florida's taking everything. But also, I learned something about Florida, aka Chris taught me. <laughs> so... You Fact know, check me on this if I am wrong. But... You know how you hear, like, Florida man ate a face. Like, that's just, like, weekly. <laughs> Every day. So, apparently, there's just, like, a law in Florida where, like, public records are just, like, hella, hella public, I like guess. Like, the police incidents are all public for everybody to know. Isn't that true in some other places, too? I, I Or to certain degrees. I feel like, you know, we know the goings about. It's, I think it's literally, like, every... Everything Police gets a incident has to be public record for everybody to see. And so you like all of this weird ass shit happening everywhere else. It's just you don't hear about it because that's not the law everywhere else. Oh. So that's not comforting. But not comforting. Knowledge. At all. But Florida, <laughs> hey, you're not all gators. <laughs> you know? Um, gator golf, give it a whack. What's the worst meal you two have ever made? Like Rachel Cook's gone wrong. Ooh. What is the worst meal? How many times we try to make a fucking Alfredo? I'll tell oh you. Oh my god. And we can never make that. All right, guys. I have watched how many videos on how to make a roux? How many? Oh my god. Every time we make Million. a roux, it tastes like flour. Someone needs to fucking help me. Justin Warner, if you're listening, please help a bitch out. <laughs> like, I really fail at cream sauces, but also I don't. You know, it's like a decadent thing anyway. You don't eat that every day. So it's like yeah. I barely ever get to utilize it. And so I can't we're practice. Not really buying like cream anymore. So. Yeah. That was like when we literally were living in our first college apartment. We were like, let's make fucking Alfredo. We have an oven now. Like yeah, our dinners every night were like fucking tacos. Oh my God. How many ground beef? <laughs> Just oh <God>. that <laughs> statement in general. How like, many ground beef? Who knows? But the ground beef's not in the hamburger helper box. <laughs> Oh my god, we've told that story, right? Yeah, we've told that My my fucking pan will never look the same. Oh, fuck. Alright, what characters from Gilmore Girls would you guys in the chunks be? I don't know if we've done it, but I'm Babette. Oh, yeah. Chris is Maury. Lila. Lila is also (laughs) Babette. No, Lila is... Who's like... Suki? Yeah. 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 And Squeezy. Squeezy? Is he Luke? Or Michelle? Oh, Michelle. Michelle. Yes, so suave. Mm, mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Somebody just asked, where is Lila's neck? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I don't know where it is. <laughs> Hi, we. I feel like I've never actually seen it. <laughs> um, Squeezy sometimes has definition, but he, it's lost a lot of the time. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> Okay, so there's a quiz that I'm going to send you, Chris, and it's which plastic from the Mean Girls would your cat be? Oh my god, I've seen this. Oh my god, because I love Mean Girls, and I love my chunks, and I love taking quizzes for them, so we're going to do it right now. Alright, so I'll take it for, uh, who did I do last time, Squeezy? I think I did Squeezy, you did Lila. No, I feel like I did Squeezy. Alright, well, who do you want to take I don't know, I'll do Squeezy again. Alright, I'll do Lila. Alright, so how do you think your cat would describe you? Caring, annoying, a regular mom, a cool mom. Okay, Squeezy would describe me 
as annoying. I was going to say a regular mom. Oh, for Sweezy? Yeah, because he, he knows, like, he knows, he tenders us, but he's also like, Mom, stop touching me. Like, All right, fine. And Lila... Lila cool mom or caring? Ooh, either one. <laughs> I'm going to say caring. Okay. Have you ever felt personally victimized by your cat? Never, not really. They did scratch me once, and then the picture of everybody's hand raised. <laughs> um, hand raised for Squeezy. Lila, I'm gonna say not really. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't get mad very often at us, mm-hmm. and it's like for two seconds. And then she's me like, oh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Which click would your cat sit with at lunch? Varsity jocks, desperate wannabes, burnouts, the greatest people you they will ever meet the plastics or their own click Ooh, is squeezy the plastics or his Ooh. own click now do you think squeezy was popular in high school no i feel <laughs> like he was weird and and like, now he's business savvy like edward yeah, snowden he's like edward snowden mark zuckerberg kind of vibe you know <laughs> yeah oh definitely got a zuckerberg vibe yeah so i'm gonna say they were their own click, click death Lila. squeezy would hide in the bathroom he did that the other day <laughs> Lila. Lila would be the greatest people they will ever meet. Yeah. She's with the art freaks. Yep. She's just so happy. Okay. What kind of student would your cat be? Teacher's pet, class clown, slacker, or mathlete? Okay. Squeezy's a mathlete. Totally. Lila would be teacher's pet. Yeah. Teacher's pet. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like she would also be a slacker, (laughs) but like a sleepy because she's so lazy. Yeah. Maybe. She also doesn't keep, like, clean the toys. Squeezy's always cleaning up after her. Which collar would your cat wear on Wednesdays? (laughs) And there's a pink one, an orange one, like, a brighter pink one, and then a purple. Um, Well, Squeezy would wear the orange one. Lila would be the bright pink one? Yeah. All right. Why is your cat's hair so big? I like the photo they have. Yeah, it's pretty great. I'm too lazy to brush it. They're a long hair. It's full of secrets. They're a cat. Okay, it's full of secrets for Squeezy. Absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't let me brush it either. Lila is there a cat? I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I mean, her hair's just big with love. Yes. Uh, your cat didn't kill you in your sleep. Reward them with this. Uh, one candy gram, two candy grams, three candy grams, or if the limit does not exist. Oh my god, I would do the limit does not exist for any cat in my life. Yeah, I'm going to do that too. And what would your cat get in trouble for? Starting rumors, skipping class, throwing a party, making out in the projection room above the auditorium. Oh my god, Squeezy would start rumors, I feel. Yes, he's he's petty as fuck. Yeah. You know he is. Yep. Uh, Lila would be throwing a party? Yes. Okay. I can't really see her doing anything else. Uh, what does your cat smell like? Butter, a baby prostitute, <laughs> peppermint foot cream, like a cat... Side note on this. <laughs> Lila smells like vanilla because she rolled in <laughs> vanilla essential smelling perfume oil. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I didn't know what it was. Anyway, I dropped a bottle of perfume oil and we like cleaned it up, but there's like residual odor. And now her shoulder <laughs> smells like vanilla. <laughs> it's very pleasant. Um, and anyway, Lila smells like a baby prostitute. Okay. The squeezy smells like peppermint foot cream because yeah. I feel like he would even use it. Yes. Um, how is your cat feeling today? Sleepy, happy, hungry, gruel. <laughs> um, I feel like Lila. Lila is happy? Squeezy is gruel. Okay. Because <laughs> he would fuck up like saying a word and he yeah. would get two <laughs> together. Uh, what would your cat do with a plastic tiara? 
play with it, try and eat it and give up, keep it for themselves, share it with their furry friends. Um, Squeezy would Lila's playing try and it. eat it and give up. Yeah, and Lila is playing with it. Um, so <laughs> Squeezy's Damien. <laughs> oh my god, so is Lila. Wait, what? That That's, does not make that sense. That doesn't work. We pick completely different answers. Anyway, I don't give a shit now. It was all for nothing. Wow. You know, some quizzes are good, some are not. But you know what they say. You gotta win them all. Um, <laughs> uh, next comment here. Uh, did you know people listen to you here in Honduras, a.k.a. me? I've been subscribed to Rage since she was in her sophomore year of college. Wow. We are similar in so many ways, and her videos have helped me and taught me so many things about self-love. Love you guys. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I love hearing the different countries and places that you guys are listening from. It's so cool. So wild. I remember in elementary school, I had these two neighbors that were my friends, and they were both from Honduras, and I just thought it was so cool because mm-hmm. I was, like, not here. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I had no idea what the world was. So I was like, wow, <laughs> that's lit. All right, what exactly attracts you to the video games? My boyfriend loves them, and I've tried a couple times. I just don't understand it. I feel like that was me back in the day before. Like, I was always a fan of computer games, not console games, but that was because I didn't have one. (laughs) Yeah, I like video games because they're interactive. There's, like, objectives, depending on what type of games you play. Like, there's objectives and quests and things to complete. There's You can be focused as hell and really kill an afternoon. It takes, like, there's a lot of time that you can put into some of them, and a lot of them tell really great stories. That's something that I lacked. You know, a lot of computer games that I was playing lacked stories besides Nancy Drew. Those yeah. were the ones that I played that did have a story at all. Yeah. And so when I started playing games with Chris and like you introduced me to like Telltale and shit, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I, did, I thought everything was basically just going to be like Call of Duty, yeah. honestly. And so and I also love puzzles. Mm-hmm. Anything that's strategy or puzzle like I'm into. Yeah, it's just a great way to still be interactive, but kind of like watching a show or movie sometimes. Yeah, especially the story games. A lot of those feel like movies that you're controlling. It's cool. And are really long, too. I would honestly highly recommend playing like a story decision-based game, because that'll really get you hooked into it, honestly. Yeah. That's what it did for me. The whole Harambe meme, funny or disrespectful? Honestly, I'm surprised... That there's not a lot more, like, animal rights activists being like, wow, it's really fucked up that we're talking about this dead gorilla. Yeah. Like, I'm honestly shocked that that's not happening. At the least Harambe from what I can see. is, like... I still find it hilarious, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, it really did... I still think it was a terrible decision that they had to kill him and there was really no other way to get that kid. Like, that's kind of fucked up, but I do, like... The meme. I'm sorry, I do. It's a weird, you know, if there's it's a, niche. If there's a degree in studying memes, this would be a, a case study that I think would be good. Because It'd be like an like, ethics case. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, and like also like... The ethics of Harambe, the meme. The incident happened and then it was months later that this month or that this meme just decided to like start popping up. It's I feel so like there was weird. like a memorial period. They let everybody grieve and then they came in with the jokes. But oh they're, I feel like they're out of respect for for Harambe, that's the problem. Like, they're basically like, let's bring him back from the dead. I mean, he's running for president in Texas. Did you see that? Yo, what? Oh my God. I didn't see this. I don't know. It's on, like, you know when you're on Facebook and you can see, like, the trending 
stories or whatever. Yeah. It was like him and he is running and also D's nuts is above nuts Jill Stein. Oh my god. And yeah, and Harambe is also involved and it's like 2016 is honestly the most vivid shitstorm I've ever encountered. I would vote for either of them above Trump. Can I just say <laughs> Um, so 2015, we all recall as like one of the worst years of our lives. Okay. And I had a lot of hope for 2016 and I'm not necessarily, it's not on 2015's level for me yet for at least my personal life. I don't know. I mean, they're both not great years. If I'm being honest, I would still say 2016 is a step above 2015. 2015 was fucking I know, but then just so much has happened in 2016 too. It's just, it hasn't been good lately, but I must say the quirk I've been enjoying. And I feel like that's the silver lining in this year of weird shit. Bad shit has been like, there's been a level of humor, Mm -hmm. good humor, I guess. Yeah. I'm enjoying the internet memosity, especially on Twitter. Twitter has been getting some really good memes. Arthur. Yeah. That was a great I was age. enjoying that. Yeah. I would just say, like, I feel like people are trying to be more lighthearted in light of what's been happening. So yeah. I, I admire that. We're all just trying to distract ourselves from the upcoming election, basically. Yeah. Uh, so you mentioned Texas. And yeah. that perfectly segues into an article that a lot of people shared with us about uh, the stars of Fixer Upper are annoyed with clients yes. renting their homes on Airbnb. Yo. Also smart. Yeah, really smart. smart. Now that that exists, you know, like extreme makeover homes and any homes that have been on like renovation shits like that. Because I know with extreme makeover, it's like you can't sell your house for five years. Yeah. So they do that. That's a good loophole. And the people, what's fucked up about extreme home makeover is like people can't afford to live in their houses after they're done with making them. Yeah, I know. It's really like... It raises their taxes and like just everything. It fucks with everything. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just looking through this article and it says, according to the Waco Tribune, mm. uh, several homeowners featured on the show have turned their homes into vacation rentals with some even buying a new home to live in while they oh, just rent it out. Oh my God. That's so smart. Like, And they, they could literally be like, it was designed by Chip and Joanna Gaines of yeah. fucking Fixer Upper, who some white couple is into that, like staying in that house yeah. for that reason. So this says multiple fixer upper properties are available to rent on Airbnb with prices ranging up to $300 a night. Then why even be on Airbnb? Like you're trying to save money. Another home featured on the show, the Barn Dominium, is currently available to rent for $1,200 a night. Oh my God. It's not New York City. God damn. (laughs) Uh, However, the rental trend is not sitting well with the Gaineses, who said in a statement to BuzzFeed News that they are rethinking their contracts moving forward. They mad. Oh my God. Honestly, though, ever since I found out that all that homemade furniture that she spends half the episode talking about... They make them buy. Fuck it. Like, let these people Airbnb. How are, how are you to tell them that they can't rent so out I guess their it's, house? It's going to be like, um, I guess, current people that already have their house done. Like, they can continue it, but then, like, yeah. new people. You can't make them change the contract uh-huh. after it's already been signed. You know what they'll probably do? They'll probably, like, just start... Impl- I can't wait until we start hearing that the craftsmanship is shitty. 
Oh my god. But you know what? They probably won't do that because they really are their own business. It's not just the show. Yeah, so they want don't want to seem like their shit is actually bad. Yeah, that's wild though. Well, fuck. I'm into the fixer upper drama. <laughs> I'm here for it, Ben Carson. All right, so I think that's all the questions we have, but I did want to just say, so in our last episode, we announced that we were going to have new merch. Oh my God, yeah, I didn't want to talk about this. And we were like, oh my God, it's happening. We're on sale, whatever. And then it just like wasn't up and like it, we can't control any of it. We were emailing a lot. We were sending we were some very tense emails, tense guys. was the word. I hate having to write emails like that. Um... And, uh, yeah, it's finally up. So we've got new mugs, new shirts, and everything is still 10% off. And we extended that because, you know, obviously it didn't launch the right day. So that's going to be going on until Tuesday, I believe. Yeah. So if you're listening to this on Thursday, you got until Tuesday for the sale. But, yeah, It's districtlines.com slash Rachel Whitehurst. Yes. We got links to it on our website and everything. So definitely go and check that out. Sorry it wasn't up the day that it was supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of you guys have suggested that, like, the whole forums thing, that we should look into a subreddit. And I really think that would be a good idea. Yeah, that's honestly, don't know why I didn't think about that before, because it basically is just forums. Can you have people be, like, moderators and stuff? Like, can yeah, we have, like, some have binges do, if they want to, of course, yeah, you know? if any of you guys are interested in being mods. I don't really know what we would have to be moderating, if I'm being honest, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, like, random other people on the fucking site. You are know? they really gonna find us? I don't know probably not. you never know that's my one hang up is like i don't want to be on that site technically, i get you but there but are some it's good a good community forum building website yeah so yeah let us know if you think that's a cool idea because i definitely want to have a place for us to all talk yeah and it would be more fun that way plus we could read some of the posts probably on the podcast which would be fun mm-hmm. so yeah anyway bench time Yes. All right. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. Yes. We hope you guys enjoyed having a cup of coffee with us. I have to grab my mug again because, you know, set off to the he side. He always does this. We'll see you guys later. Bye. All right, Benjos. You guys have your Netflix subscriptions. You're trying to figure out what to watch. This is what you need to watch. <laughs> All right. So we're starting off with Nicole Dowling, who is watching The Get Down Carissa is watching House of Cards. Bailey Lynn is watching Ben Bailey Road Rage. Jackie Goldfarb is watching On Golden Pond. I've seen that. It's like an old people movie. Oh, uh, okay. Sloan Nolan is watching Slow Learners. Sarah Booth is watching Booze Traveler. Allison Sense is watching Sense8. That's a mindfuck. Please explain it to us when you do. Yeah. <laughs> Hunter Curtis is watching The Hunter. Megan Rackley is watching Mega Mansions, another classic. Kate Convery is watching Convergence. Danielle Manis is watching Yelling to the Sky. <laughs> Sorry, you didn't get that one. Oh, fuck. Taylor Collins is watching White Collar. Emma Corbeil is watching Corpse Bride. Heather Ann is watching Anna Karenina. Sloane Fuller is watching Fuller House. Wait, segue. Did you see that uh, Jodie Sweetin, who plays Stephanie Tanner? Yeah. She, like, went in an interview in Entertainment Weekly, I believe it was. Not Wilkie. (laughs) And she said, basically, they're giving up on the Olsons because they've done everything they could possibly do to get them to do Fuller House season two. And now they're just like, they said that they gave up trying. What the fuck? Isn't that so sad? (laughs) I can't believe that they could not come back for even one episode. 
episode. Like, that's where they got their fucking start. Okay, yes, but it's honestly, like, they're just too chic for it. Honestly, like, though, like, I wouldn't want to go back to Fuller House because it's a shitty fucking show. All they should have done is, like, have you ever seen that Vine where it's, like, someone's taking a video of them and they're really awkward and it's, like, lately yeah. and it's actually a video and not a photo and they look really uncomfortable? Like, that's the last time I've seen them move. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not going to be in Fuller House. You no. know what I mean? It would have been so funny, though, if they had them back. But anyway, pinch. Pinches. Uh, Angelica Feliz is watching Angel. Jade Agoshi is watching Jade. Wow. Maj Elizabeth is watching Elizabeth, the Golden Age. Amanda Robinette is watching Robin Hood. Laura Collins is watching The Mysteries of Laura. Ishbel Mendez is watching The Magic of Belle Island. Talia Miller is watching Million Dollar Rooms. I love that show. It's so bougie. Oh, man, that's one for the books. <laughs> Kat Vallejos is watching Cat Williams' American Hustle. Margarita is watching Margarita with a Straw. Hannah Labelson is watching Hannibal Burris live from Chicago. Daisy Blossom Dottie is watching Audrey and Daisy. Emily Lewis is watching Emily Owens, MD. I've heard that's a good one. Oh my god, I did not even know that's something people have heard of. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> Chloe Archer is watching Archer. Okay, well, uh, Anthony Hood is watching Little Dead Rotting Hood. Whoa, okay. <laughs> uh, Mariah Hannah is watching Jack Hannah's Into the Wild. Uh, Elizabeth Hallbrook is watching Taxi Brooklyn. Jennifer Hadgood is watching Good Burger. Madison Greer is watching A Season Sorry live at the Madison Square Garden. Madison Wolf is watching Wolf Blood. Megan McNally is watching Mega Shark versus Mecha Shark. <laughs> okay. Skylar Medley is watching Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow. Megan Preyas is watching Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> Corey Springfield is watching Curious George Swings into Spring. Me going from fall to spring. Wait. <laughs> Okay, where Whoa. was winter? <laughs> okay. Um, Kat is watching The Cat in the Hat knows a lot about that. Ilka is watching Illegal. Good. Joe Z West is watching <laughs> The West Wing. Jax is watching Kangaroo Jack. Okay, side note, I hated that movie because that kangaroo was too buff. Oh my god. He Kangaroos was like, are always too buff. And they gave him like a sexual vibe. Did you not get <laughs> <laughs> I honestly have not watched that movie. They just made him too much beefy, and I didn't like it. <laughs> okay, um, Nicole Allen is watching Black Coal Thin Ice. <laughs> Courtney White is watching White Christmas. Bridget Carey Davis is watching The Carey Diaries. Cody Castile is watching Secrets of Great British Castles. Jennifer Cornwell is watching Children of the Corn, a.k.a. Chris. Sophia Cock is watching Augie and the Cockroaches. Taco Roach. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, Ash Rozelle is watching... <laughs> She's not watching anything. Ash Rozelle is watching Ashes and Embers. Blossom, Bubbles, and Buttercup. Whoa. Interesting. I picked is watching the Powerpuff Girls Wait, because those are the Powerpuff Girls. I didn't know the Powerpuff Girls was on Netflix. Yeah, I, it is, apparently. Holy shit, I gotta watch. Beth Fonseca is watching Sharknado 2, the second one. <laughs> What? Is that really the name of it? Yeah, there was an online poll to see what they would name it, and that was what won. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Jackie Brajulio is watching Nurse Jackie. Christina Contreras is watching Christmas with the Cranks. Allison Dow is watching Black Hawk Down. Catherine Simpson is watching Cathedrals of Culture. Marlene Nige is watching Marco Polo. Ian Murphy is watching Eddie Murphy Delirious. Cater Liriano is watching No Country for Old Men. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> you know how much that means to me. <laughs> Rebecca O'Donnell is watching Becoming Jane. 
Kendall Berg is watching Scatter My Ashes at Bergdorf's. Oh my god. Allie McGregor is watching Gore Vidal, The United States of Amnesia. Okay. Megan Gurley is watching Power Rangers Megaforce. Chloe Killup is watching Killer Mermaid or <laughs> Mermian. <laughs> Taco Roach is watching Taco Trip. Cassandra Buckout is watching Harry and his bucket full of dinosaurs. <laughs> Haley Cadwalder is watching Wallander. Camellia Malky is watching Camellia La Texana. Maddie Pullman is watching Mad Men. Wow, good. <laughs> Amanda Marie is watching Man vs. Food. This is literally Senegal in a bite. Oh my god, that's not the fucking same show. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's Bizarre Foods. Okay. Man vs. Food is where he does the food challenges. Honestly, anytime he's there, it's Senegal in a bite. <laughs> Jane Show is watching Jane the Virgin. Allison Francois is watching Frank. Caitlin Whalen is watching Invasion of the Killer Whales. My Nightmare. Lucy Ravenscroft is watching Lara Croft, The Cradle of Life. Cody Robinson is watching Robinson Crusoe on Mars. Lauren Siobhan is watching Yves Saint Laurent. Sarah Seaman is watching Open Season. Dana Daly is watching Dane Cook, Rough Around the Edges. Megan Wilson's watching Wilfred. Yo, that show is fucked up. <laughs> There's so much weird shit on that show. Claire Wood is watching Bears Spy in the Woods. <laughs> what? Kelly Adams is watching Adam. His song continues. <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> Who is- we gotta watch that. <laughs> Hannah Peterson is watching A Man Called Peter. That's who he is? Oh my god. Oh, we know it's Adam. Never mind. <laughs> Anna Hernandez is watching Anastasia. Wait, they have the animated one on there? I don't think it's the same thing. <sighs> I love that movie. Jenna Gornier is watching Jenny's Wedding. Oh my god, I had such a tough time watching that, even though it's Alexis Bledel playing a lesbian, oh, aka man. my dream. <laughs> and it's the one of the worst movies I've ever watched, but it's cute. <laughs> Sasha Smith is watching Sharknado. I can't believe they have that all on there. Sarah is watching Sarah and Duck. Oh my god, Duck from the Walking Dead game. Oh my god. So Rip. annoying. <laughs> Vlyn and Drew are watching the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew Mysteries. Whoa. Bridget Dubin is watching Chaos on the Bridge. Hillary Gay is watching Cadet Kelly featuring Hillary Duff. Shut up, they have that on Netflix. Yeah, they do. Okay, we're that. fucking watching that after this. <laughs> like, I'm dead serious. Okay, Elizabeth Doles is watching Dolphin Tale. Mackenzie Knight is watching Shanghai Nights. Rachel Evans is eventually going to stop using Hulu and get on Netflix. Honestly, though, how can you deal with those ads? It's terrible. All right, the rest of the binchos are watching something on Amazon Prime. Ooh, that's Prime. Yeah. Are you sponsored to say that, Chris? No. Ooh. All right, we got Allison Teresa. Allie Malone. Kathleen Wynn. And Rose Barnett. So thanks, guys. We yeah. hope you enjoy your streaming. If any of you guys actually watch the thing that we named, please let, let us, us know, know how it was. Yeah. Especially the weirder ones. Yeah. I mean, Maddie Pullman, you lucked out with Mad Men. Let's if you be don't watch Mad Men, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> By the way, Mr. Robot gives me, like, a Mad Men mixed with Dexter vibe set now with a lot more tech. Yeah. Like, if it's Mad like, Men was about hacking. Yeah. Mad Men. <laughs> uh, yeah. But honestly, the Dexter vibes are really so real. Heavy. The fucking, the CDs instead of the blood slides. Yeah. And. Just the monologue. Yeah. The, the voiceover, the dark quality, the sociopath tendencies, the yes. isolated character. Yeah, it's a lot. But it's very good. Yeah, it's good. But we hope you guys enjoy this episode of Coffee with Crachel. Yeah. We'll and we'll see, see you next you. time. Bye. Bye.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>